Hello everyone and welcome back to Cyber Activities. Now, I know in the previous episode I said we are going to discuss uh, about firewalls in this episode but there has been a change of plans. We are going to discuss something more important which is our privacy online. But before we look at privacy, I'd like to touch back on a few things I may have missed in the previous episode where we discussed malware. There are a few malware I'd like to discuss with you, something you need to look out for as you go on the internet. So let's dive right in. First we have a malware called RAT, that is R-A-T, short for Remote Access Trojan. It's a malware that runs on a computer that gives other attackers access to the computer remotely. Another form of malware is a, not really a malware. It's more of an infected computer. It's called a bot. And a bot is a computer that's also controlled by a hacker. Now, a collection of bots is known as zombies. Yes, a collection of computers all controlled by a hacker to perform tasks for the hacker. Now, another dangerous malware, something that a very dangerous one, in fact, is called a root kit. It's one of the dangerous types of malware there is. It's, it's practically invisible. The malware is capable of hiding itself in the operating system, in the operating system kernel, such that even when the computer is booting, it gets activated, even when it's not fully booted at all. Now, another stubborn kind of malware is called an adware. It's a malware that deals with advertisements and ad pop-ups. Sometimes this kind of hardware can be cruel sometimes. It, it actually stops a user from using his PC until he or she clicks on the link or the ad or the, or the advertisement or offer. Some of these types of malware uh, are the types you need to look out for. Use, use, uh, use uh, browsers that have this ad blocker feature to stop those adwords from uh, interrupting your research. Now, that's, that's just a few types of malware I'll discuss in this episode. Now, let's go to the main topic for today, which is uh, privacy. We all have the right to privacy. We like to keep our phone calls hidden. We like to hide our emails. We like to, our chats to be private on uh, social media accounts and all that. But uh, privacy and anonymity should not be confused. They are not necessarily the same. So what's the difference? Now, privacy can be described as um, everyone knowing who you are, but not knowing what you do. Yeah, we all have secrets to keep to ourselves. An example is having a private chat with someone on WhatsApp or any social media application. So that the communication is between you and the person and you want to keep it a private chat or a private uh, conversation between you two. Like everything we do in our houses nowadays are in private. But people still know that you live in such house, so but they don't know what you are doing in the house. That's privacy for you there. Now anonymity on the other on the other hand is quite the opposite. In this situation, nobody knows who you are, but they're able to see the things you do. You act online, but nobody knows who this person is or what or why he's doing such things online. That's anonymity. But how do we stay private online? How do we protect our privacy online? 
First, you can use an internet-based antivirus software like Avast or, or the Bitdefender. Avast is more of a free kind of uh, antivirus, so anyone can get it. And you need to beware of rogue access points. You can go to a public place and see a Wi-Fi, not passworded at all. You need to be careful of the kind of uh, Wi-Fi you connect to, because anyone can lure a person in and and a man in the middle attack is performed at the end of the day. Now, another way is to be cautious of the web addresses you click on. Here you might see a link on a website. You need to be careful of which, which link you browse and which link you click as well. Use a VPN, which is also known as a virtu virtual private network. It's a more of an application that encrypts your data so that your IP address will not be seen online. A good um, a good type of uh, VPN I recommend is uh, Norton VPN or Proton VPN. That's uh, P R O T O N. That's a that's a good VPN. Now, uh, you can protect your browser history and cookies by browsing in incognito mode, though that will not stop your IP address from going about online to the ISP. Now, how do we stay anonymous online? You see, when we install an app on your phone, the app comes with some set of permissions. You need to take a proper look at those permissions, the things the app can access on your phone. Another way is to use the Tor browser. Now, for those of you who know what the Tor browser is, the Tor browser is a, it's a dedicated browser designed for complete anonymity online, where you cannot be tracked or about what you do on the browser. It's a very good browser. You need to check that. Tor as in T-O-R browser. Another way is to use a plugin or a browser that have an ad blocking feature prevent ads from coming into your PC something that can be tracked alongside with your data another way to stay anonymous online is to encrypt your information your email and your chats to be precise we'll talk about encryption in future episodes but not right now now another way to stay anonymous online is to use a temporary email address there's a website called the 20 minutes mail. Just Google, type it and you, and you click on the first link. It provides an email for you that only lasts for 20 minutes. After 20 minutes, it just disappears. It will cease to exist. That's, that's, how, that's, a, that's a temporary email there. Now, another way to stay anonymous online is to use other search engines. There are many other search engines apart from Google. Uh, Google is much Google is much more a common thing to use when everybody is browsing the internet. But other search engines too are available, like Bing, for example. Now, one of the a much more easier way to stay anonymous is the use of virtual machines. Now, if you don't know what a virtual machine is, it's a separate operating system that you can install on your computer with a virtual management software. One of them is called the VirtualBox, an application meant for uh, OS installation inside your own OS. 
So it's like using a operating system inside your already installed operating system of your PC. So that's all for now. Ooh, in the next uh, episode, I'll talk you through open source intelligence. Yeah, that's a more of an interesting topic that everybody is going to enjoy. So thank you for listening and stay tuned in the next episode. Stay safe. Goodbye.